Hey, you guys, this is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the podcast. Happy April, everybody. Today is Wednesday, April 3rd. Can you believe it? Uh, I can't believe it. And today we're going to be talking a little bit about the very first week of our study for Mom Strong International. We're talking about the importance of and the necessity of discernment. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. So you guys know that I'm on the road right now. I'm headed right now towards Hebron, Kentucky to the uh, Creation Museum. I'm really excited. I've been there before and Ken Ham is a friend of mine, but really excited about their conference, Sacred, which is where I'll be speaking and uh, addressing the topic of human sexuality in the culture. They have many great speakers there this weekend. If you haven't checked it out, I'll link back to it in the show notes today, but a really important conversation that we need to be having about discernment with regard to human sexuality. So one of the things I love to talk about is the need for discernment. And this is the reason why we have devoted the entire month of April to the topic of discernment. We're gonna be talking about what discernment is, um, how to rightly divide God's word, which the Bible says is truth. Truth, remember, is not subjective. Truth is not subjective. Truth is not relative. Truth is an absolute thing. These are concrete things that our children are being taught are no longer concrete. So uh, week three, you're going to be talking about emotional versus biblical reasoning. And then finally, we're going to wrap up the April study talking about biblical literacy, knowing the word of God. So let's start out today in Philippians chapter one, verses nine to 11. But before we do, let's go ahead and bow our heads and come before the father in prayer. Lord Jesus, I thank you for the opportunity that you give us every day to know you and to study your word. Father, open the eyes of our hearts. We are struggling in the culture right now, Lord, to understand truth and be able to rightly divide your word. And so, Lord, as we study what discernment is for the month of April, I pray that you would encourage me by the power of your spirit. I pray that you would uh, encourage every person who's listening to this, every father, every mother, every teenager, father, every child, that you love us and that your heart is always for us. Father, I pray that you give me your words now for the next couple of minutes as we talk a little bit about this. And we look forward to what you're going to do in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, let's look at Philippians chapter 1, verses 9 to 11. And this I pray, that your love may abound still more and more in real knowledge and all discernment, so that you may approve the things that are excellent in order to be sincere and blameless until the day of Christ, having been filled with the fruit of righteousness, which comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. One of the things we're going to be talking about, actually not one of the things, the thing I'm going to be talking about on Friday is the topic of yoga. And uh, a friend of mine, a really amazing young mother that I met when I was out speaking earlier in the season, uh, she, her name's Jessica Smith, and she changed my mind on the topic of yoga. I actually cannot wait for you guys to hear her because she makes such a compelling biblical argument for why yoga and Christianity do not mix. And that's what we need to be doing as Christians. We need to be using discernment. This is what the Apostle Paul was saying. He said, I'm praying that your love would abound still more in real knowledge and all discernment so that you can improve the things that are excellent. Why? In order to be sincere and blameless until the day of Christ. You see, Satan is a counterfeit and he is out there counterfeiting faster than I have ever seen him counterfeit before in my life. 
He's counterfeit, 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 counterfeit. He's a liar. The Bible says he's the father of lies and the truth is not in him. And yet over and over and over again, we see Christians falling off the cliff of counterfeitism, right? We see us conforming to the world, but but Romans chapter 12, verse two says, don't be conformed to the world. Instead, be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you can prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. You see, God has a standard and he wants us to conform to his standard. He will not conform to our standard. God will not give his glory to anyone else. In Philippians, we talked about this real knowledge and this real discernment. And I want you to understand something because Paul's prayer for the Christians in Philippi is the same one that we have for you at Mom Strong International. For all of you who study with us over there, our heart's desire is that your love for God would continually increase in real knowledge and all discernment, making it a joy to be drawn to things of excellence. We desire to equip you in the word of God so that the fruit of righteousness from Christ will flow right through you and spill over onto all of your people, starting with your children and your husband for the glory of God. You see, men and women, we are the shepherds of this generation and we have the incredible opportunity to shape the hearts of our children. We're living in an incredible time of deception. There are false teachers among us misinterpreting the Bible and misrepresenting God. And the culture itself has lost its mooring and is adrift, largely because, as I've said before, Christians have decided to pull back away from the culture instead of engaging in it. And instead, we find ourselves floating in a sea of subjectiveness. So what is the culture telling us? The culture is telling us, ah, that truth, it's just subjective. Your truth is your truth. My truth is my truth. But the Bible says that God is the one who defines truth. Truth comes from him. And the moment we stray away, we begin to reap the consequences of our wrong thinking. So when something happens in your home uh, with your kids or the culture and you need to check your spirit, I'm going to encourage you like I always do, go to God's word. It is your responsibility. I have been listening lately and really loving it. I'm a I'm addicted to SiriusXM. I've been a subscriber there for many years, mostly because uh, I love it all on the open road. When you don't know what the local radio station is, you can turn on Sirius, and they just added the Billy Graham uh, station, and I am loving it. Listening to messages he gave in the 50s and the 60s and the 70s, it's like he was living today talking about, he's talking about gender identity the other day, Uh, speaking to a church in Kansas City years ago because he saw the handwriting on the wall and he was telling the students, it is your responsibility to know God's word. Father, give me your eyes. You see, a discerning Christian is going to resist the cultural lies and a worldly interpretation of God's word. That's why when 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 people come up to me and they say, well, there are churches that believe that homosexuality isn't a sin and you can marry people that are living uh, openly as homosexuals. I say to them, that's not God's word. You can't be a Christian and walk in direct opposition to what God says is true. You see, biblical discernment is the ability to think biblically about every aspect of your lives, not to make excuses for it, not to uh, use a worldly interpretation. We want to be able to filter what we see happening around us through the grid of scripture. 
It's the ability to judge well that's based on a correct understanding and application of biblical truth. I keep hearing people say, oh, don't judge, don't judge, lest you be judged. This is hogwash and a horrible interpretation of that passage. You see, we judge every day in this nation. That's what the court systems are for. We are supposed to be able to render judgment, but we need to render wise judgment, not to judge the heart of man. Only God can do that. But Jesus said you would know a tree by its fruit. And we need to be able to exercise wise and righteous judgment. So as we study this month, we're going to learn how to define some other words that are closely related and necessary to grow maturity as a discerning believer. So wisdom is where we're gonna start. Wisdom is the right use or the exercise of knowledge. Remember we talked about that a few minutes ago? It's finding the honorable choice and the best means to accomplish what that choice ultimately needs to be. Also, the Hebrew word that's most commonly translated as discernment is also translating as understanding. Tim Challey said this. I thought it was so good. He said, discernment is closely related to understanding and depends on a right understanding of God and his ways. Because we can only base what we do on what we know, we must first understand who God is and how he wants us to serve and honor him. Understanding then must precede both interpretation and application. This is clear throughout the Bible, but especially in Proverbs, where Solomon continually ties knowledge and wisdom and discernment, not as separate disciplines, but as related. And so to be people of discernment, we must also be people who dedicate ourselves to studying, knowing, and understanding God. Fantastic. Uh, Biblical discernment, I've been teaching on this for years. It doesn't happen overnight. It's not given to us when we become uh, when we become saved, right? Like salvation or uh, like forgiveness and adoption into God's family and the inheritance that God gives us as a result of that adoption. But rather discernment is the outworking of being teachable. I'm gonna say that again. If you got a pencil, you should write that down. You should teach this to your children. Discernment is the outworking of being teachable. That's why I told you when uh, Jessica was talking about yoga, and I'm not like a huge practitioner of yoga, but I have a yoga app on my phone. And when I'm traveling, especially um, the exercises that have strengthened my back over the years, because I was introduced to them in physical therapy, have helped me. And so I have never been, I don't understand the religion behind yoga. So when people would criticize me because I would joke about it or whatever, I just kind of blew it off. But because Jessica has such an understanding of God's word and a knowledge on the subject, I was persuaded to really listen to what she had to say. We have to be teachable. You see, the outworking of pursuing wisdom and understanding is a teachability. The outworking of practicing again and again to find the truth of God for every circumstance and to apply it to our handling of that situation determines whether or not we are going to cultivate biblical discernment. So biblical discernment is the ability to hear what God has said and to make that litmus test for any decisions that we have to make based on the word of God. 
So if you want to be women of God and men of God who seek his thoughts for the decisions that you have to make, those decisions that are near and dear to your heart right now, I want to encourage you rather than be directed by your own wisdom, be directed by God. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 15 says, the way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man listens to counsel. And God has graciously provided us with his counsel. And so for the whole month of April, we are going to be grabbing a hold of that counsel with both hands. We want to study and be able to discern what God has to say. We want to know um, what God's heart is on any given topic. We believe that he's the authority in our lives. And so that is the first step for being a discerning believer. This is why I think it's so important for you to understand your role in God's world as a Christian. Your role in God's world as a Christian is defined by who God says you are in his word. In Psalm 25, he says to be teachable. He says that we are to absolutely be teachable. In Proverbs chapter nine, we read that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And the knowledge of the Holy One comes from understanding and insight, which translates as discernment. This is so important. In Proverbs chapter 15, we learn that we become wise by listening to life-giving reproof. Moms, don't be afraid to discipline your children. If you see your teenager walking in a way that they shouldn't go, reprove them. Give them instruction. The Bible teaches us in Proverbs 15, again, a little bit farther down in verse 32, that we actually show hatred towards our children by neglecting to discipline them. How many parents I have met in the last several years who are not disciplining their children because they can't stand to see their children uh, uncomfortable in any way. This was the problem that David had. David, the Bible says that he refused to discipline his kids even by asking them, why are you doing that? Even by having them try to engage in some self-reflection. And as a result, his family tree ended up in chaos. Absolute chaos. So we want to remember that as we cultivate discernment, what comes from that discernment is a knowledge of God's word, and it allows us to be able to step into the culture with confidence. You see, as we fear the Lord, we order our steps to mimic his, right? And then we ask him, instruct our mind and our hearts, and then layer upon layer, decision upon decision, we ask what he would have us do in every situation. And as we do that, our understanding grows. So when something confusing happens in the culture, our first response as Christians should be to pray about it, to ask God for understanding, to talk it through, but through the lens of scripture, through a biblical lens. And then the whole conversation is moored by this one step because our human reasoning is not the foundation for answers. I'm gonna say that again, you guys. Our human reasoning should never become the foundation for our answers but rather the truth of God should be that foundation. And if there is such a thing as truth, then there is such a thing as a lie. All right, so we've talked about this before. I am very concerned and continue to be concerned about the lie of transgenderism in our schools and in our culture. Peter warns us to watch out, to be on the alert for the devil. That means we need to be standing, shield up, sword drawn, on the alert for the adversary. Remember, you guys, this isn't an earthly battle. The Bible tells us this is a battle of cosmic proportion, 
of cosmic forces, a spiritual force of evil that has come over this generation where we can no longer discern right from wrong. Sometimes I hear things that are happening and I'm just scratching my head and looking around me and I'm like, really? Like, can anyone else see that the emperor has no clothes? We've got to listen to the Holy Spirit so we can discern evil when we see it. And as parents, we wouldn't let our kids out in the yard knowing there's a dangerous animal in the neighborhood, right? But too easily, we let our children into the yard of the world through their screens, through the internet, through music, through media. We're letting our kids pick up their worldviews and the untruths around them that we know are wrong but are foreign enough to us that it feels overwhelming to learn it in order to mount a defense. Men and women, we are currently being assaulted as believers by a spirit of fear, and this is not from God. So watch out for your enemy, the devil. Stand firm, not in a spirit of fear, but with a courageous heart, knowing the Holy Spirit dwells within us. It's never been more important than it is right now. This is the whole heartbeat behind the ministry of MomStrong International. We're going to be studying truth and our response to it as we study the topic of biblical discernment for the whole month of April. I hope you guys will join us over at MomStrongInternational.com. Please continue to pray for our family as we are on the road for the next several weeks. We are driving right now to Hebron, Kentucky for the Answers for Women Conference at Answers in Genesis. Thanks so much for your support of this podcast. If you would like to support us financially or if you'd like to send us a card or have your kids write to us, we'd love to hear from you. You can write to us, Kara Firmly Planted Family, 11100 Northeast 34th Circle, Vancouver, Washington, 98682. If you have a question you'd like addressed at Mailbox Monday, shoot us an email, podcast at thebusymom.com. Please be sure and put Mailbox Monday in the subject line. Keep your email short and sweet and to the point, as my fifth grade teacher used to say. We love you guys. Thank you so much for your prayers and support of this ministry. It means more than you could ever know. Have a great day, and I'll see you back here on Friday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.